This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 127.3, and we are continuing our playthrough of Dead Space. Today I have with me Matt. Ooh. And yeah, uh, debated on if we're going to finish this. Um, no. Whiplash, because I went from seems unlikely to... Oh yeah, a couple of short chapters. Maybe this is uh, you know, ramping up in pace to the end and then all of a sudden oh no, these last chapters are pretty long, so it'll yeah. have to be one more week. And all of a sudden chapter ten hits you. And yeah. But yeah, um we, we I mean we made some pretty good ground though, because the last we left off was in chapter seven. We were about mm, a fourth of the way through chapter seven, having to do the, the SOS beacon. So, so good four, uh, four four chapters essentially for this recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we uh, we had to find the uh, we found out that the crew was developing an SOS beacon to send out, and um, they it, apparently they didn't finish it, or maybe they did, but it got moved somewhere. So we got to go find it. Um, and that takes us all through like the mining area. Um. And I think, no, this was not where I got the beginning of that side mission. Um, we'll talk about that because this, this, this playthrough was all about me finishing side quests. There's still one side quest that I haven't started and I don't know where to start it at. And it may be the one you were talking about, Matt. Um, but, um, so we have to find one of the, uh, the supervisor's rigs. So that's a side quest. Um, we've talked about that in the last recording, but essentially <clears throat> there are five, I believe, five supervisors um, that you can you can find their rigs, and if you do, you can then craft the master key, essentially, uh, where you can pretty much open every door. Um, and Dallas is the rig that we're trying to find. Um they they were obviously working on the SOS beacon there and obviously something happened um and it was either locked away or it was it was it was locked away using Dallas's rig basically you had to have the credentials to unlock it so we got to go find Dallas's rig um after finding that then we can do it but here's the issue we can't actually send out the beacon because well the uh, communication hub isn't working. Um, so 
I think that's afterwards. So yeah, chapter seven is all about getting the getting the SOS beacon ready. But then at the end of chapter seven is when we realize the communications hub is not working, so we have to go get the that working. Yeah. That's when we, chapter eight. We starts. send out the SOS beacon. We can't get any response back. Right, because did our you, communications. Did you get to are the down. room in chapter seven? You know, we talked about it last week a little bit. The the one room that was supposed to be harder, or the, the first one that was kind of a pain. Um, you you mentioned it now. now I, I'm, what room are you talking about? Well, the, the one for me was the room pretty early in chapter seven, where you have to go in and move three there there's like a there's Those like anomalies a, a yellow beam yeah you have to take the anomalies and shoot them into the yellow beam i and didn't have a single problem with this room uh i i i died a bunch of times because the first part's easy you know shooting the four into the beam then you can go back down anomalies are cleared and then you can turn the gravity back on but then i've got people coming at me from both directions i i, I struggled with that one a bit I didn't. I I think that was the room you're talking about because there is a lot of enemies in that room. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I feel like I feel like I've broken this game <laughs> because I have done nothing but upgrade this plasma cutter. Where I ended, two shots. It don't matter where they at. I can shoot. I can shoot them in the leg and then shoot them in the body, and they are dead. And with that upgrade I get in chapter eight, or the weighted blades, I dare a necromorph to come running at me. Because yeah, I will I swing at those. what the the weighted blades. Yeah, the weighted blades. I wonder if I should ditch all my other stuff for the rest of the last couple of chapters. The the weighted blades is amazing because if you got a regular necromorph just bum rushing you. You swing that plasma cutter in their face, and they are on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, and easier fact, than than stasis even. In fact, the crazy thing is, it's almost like a one-two punch. So they come running at me. I hit them with the weighted blade swing, and then shoot them on the ground, and that's it. I'm just like this. Pretty this quick, is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice and quick. So uh, I feel like, like, like you, like I said, I feel like I broke this game because I have a fully upgraded plasma cutter that just wrecks dudes. And once I had the plasma cutter fully upgraded, I then started using my nose into my suit, and I I don't even think I've gotten close to dying in this game since. Wow, I've died quite a lot in the last three chapters. I would say. Probably yeah, not twenty times. Definitely not me. This is this is. I feel like I'm playing on easy mode now. But yeah, going through uh, chapter eight, um, we got to get the communications hub back online, and we find out that the the satellite's not aligned, so we have to uh, bring it back online. And you want to talk about? I went from a chimpanzee staring at a computer screen 
to the, the, the monkeys in the end of 2001 screaming at a monolith. That's how frustrated I got with this freaking satellite thing. Because I kept looking at it, and I'm floating in space, so I'm I'm looking at it sideways, trying to figure out, you know, the ways to go with these, you know, putting the electricity back, bringing the power back. I bet you I, I, bet you I spent 30 minutes trying to figure this out. And <laughs> I, I never looked at a fact, though, and I never looked at a video. I was like, I could easily just look this up. I was like, this is not that hard. This cannot be that hard. Apparently it was. So <clears throat> I finally got it though. That was that was it was quite the accomplishment whenever I got it. It was weird because I th- thought it was gonna be different. I thought there were gonna be loads of pieces, but I think there's only exactly as many as you need, right? I think so. So I thought it was gonna be I thought, the, I thought all the extra pieces were going to be distracting and because so many of them were like broken and you can only fit them a certain way eventually I was like try, just trying to work backward I'm like alright I can't do this because I would need that and then I would need that and I don't have either of those so yeah this was it. I liked it because it was a kind of a change of pace but while I was doing it I'm like this feels out of place because it's so slow like there hasn't been like a a ramp up of this type of puzzle. It's just like here's a puzzle plopped in the middle. Yeah. But um, was this this was you did the satellite stuff? But it, was there one where it was holding something was holding an asteroid, and you had to uh, stasis you have to do that too. You, you have to stop the gravity tethers. You have to knock uh-huh. two on the inside, two on the outside. Was this before or after the satellite thing? I feel like it was bef- uh, before, right? The end of Chapter 7? Was that the end of Chapter 7? Yeah, because we put the we put the beacon on the asteroid and send it out. That's right. Right? Yeah, so that's what happens. I remember that part. Which I thought that was kind of cool because you're you're basically inside the ship and then you're also outside the ship and then you go back inside and that was that was really cool. But um, yeah, then we'd have to do the satellite stuff. That's right, I remember that now. Um, <clears throat> getting the communications back online. Um, let me look at my notes here. I wrote a few things about this. Uh, had have to readjust power to satellite and then release a signal. Oh yeah, it was quick. Um, as soon as soon as we get it, the satellite working, we get uh, we get a a message from a uh, a ship saying, "Hey, we're we're coming to you. We we found one of your escape pods." And that's when we realize, "Oh crap, uh, that's the escape pod that Hammond uh, sent Chin through." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh good." So um. It's almost comedic. Like, they don't play it off as comedic. Yeah. But, you know, it, it it almost is that. They're like, all right, we got the one pod, and everyone's freaking out. Like, don't open the pod, but we can't communicate with them. Nope. So by the time we finally can, it's obviously too late. Yeah. We get uh, we get a, a nice uh, video of um, the crew of that ship just getting completely murdered by necromorphs. And... um. 
as we're watching that video, we then see the ship actually coming toward the Ishimura. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it crashes into us. Um, which like I thought what this... we did to start the start the game. Yeah, and you know what's really cool? I actually really like this because so chapter eight was it wasn't very long, but then chapter nine is like instantly we got to get aboard that ship. So the the next thing is like okay, well there goes our rescue. Um, what the hell can we do? Well, Isaac's like, hey, that ship has obviously got um. The, what was it called? The drive. It was like a singularity core. Singul- singularity core. Singularity core. Because I that think we can... they, st- they have another escape pod on the Ishimura, right? It just doesn't have a singularity core. I think that's what it is. It, they have they have something. Yeah. yeah. What what the plan was was getting. If Isaac can get a hold of the singularity core from that ship, we can put it on something on us and get out of here. So. We got to go over to that ship now. I mean, when we say go over to that ship, I mean we we basically jump off of the Ishimura and float over to the other ship. And the whole time I'm thinking like, this is so cool. You know, like we're we're going through space. We're going to we're boarding another ship. We board this ship, and it's like nightmare fuel. Everything's crashed and burning and on fire. And then there's also necromorphs running around. Um, while we're on the ship, there's a couple of um emergencies that we have to do so uh the first thing is there's apparently a nuclear warhead aboard this ship that is about to go into like meltdown (laughs) so we have to uh basically release it to get it off the ship itself i thought that room was kind of cool the fact that you can't explode anything in the room oh you found that out did you yeah, me too. Because <laughs> yeah, it got the, the explodey guys with the arm. Yeah, I shot yeah, it course. and blew it up. <laughs> of course, the one place where you can't explode something, that's where they come. So we got to uh, release yeah, I that. Thing. I, I took them out. I'm like, oh, nice and easy. And then, yeah, that didn't end well. Nope. Um, but we, we got that off. Um, and if you explore a little bit, you'll you'll see like there's... You know, some logs and stuff like that that you can read. So this ship was more than just a, hey, we're coming to rescue you ship. This ship was basically coming to kill everybody on the ship. <laughs> um, I guess word had got out that this marker was here and a lot of bad stuff was happening. And they just said... What it was, I, 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 thought I, I thought I saw something that they were coming specifically because of illegal mining. Did I, is that not right? I thought they were more there to like police them or take take people into custody or something. Were they going to kill them as part of the religious I, issues? I, I, I think that's what what was going to happen. I think that's why they had the nuke on board. Mm. But maybe not. I, I know they they came to basically intercept us. Um, yeah. And it might have been for the also eagle. like how did they get here so quickly, right? Because right. they were already on their way. They were already on their way. Yeah. So, um, but we we make it to where they keep the uh, singularity core, um, and uh, Hammond also had had uh, boarded the ship while we did too. Well, Hammond's there, um, and he's he's there with the singularity core, and unfortunately, Chin shows back up, and well, Hammond's 
still thinks there's a way to save Chin, apparently, and Chin stabs him through the chest and kills him. Puts him say, into... did, did I remember correctly when he tries to talk to Chen? He does. He does try yeah. to talk to him and stabs him. And so his he's like, I got to stop this. So he pushes himself and Chen into the singularity core and they both explode into giblets. So Hammond is dead. Um, we then go into the room, get the singularity core. And now apparently the ship's going to blow up. So we need to get off the ship as fast as possible. Another one of those running uh, scenes where we had to run away and we're also getting stopped by necromorphs. And um, then we get we jump out of the ship. It blows up, sends us flying for a little while, but we're able to stop ourselves. I think we grab a hold of like the uh, of the satellite, right? <laughs> I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. Did you so the, there was the first you mentioned before we started recording about the the basketball mini game? Did you do the shooting range mini game? I think that was on the Valor, right? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it was like a uh, shooting range or shooting gallery. I did, but I didn't finish it because the monster showed up, and I still got an achievement for it. I think it was just like survive the shooting gallery or whatever. Activate and run. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh... And then you get the new enemy in that section too, I think, right? The ones that... The, the tall, really thin ones? Yeah, and you shoot it and it falls apart into other little miniature... Occupy, basically. Yeah. Parasite-looking things. Um, this is also where you where we get the, the ones that kind of phase in and phase out, or is that later? No, that was this one because um, oh, yeah. th- it was because they they all had stasis um, stasis abilities on their suits, and, and when the, the necromorphs, soldiers, right? yeah, the soldiers, and so when the necromorphs took them over, the uh, the it, it like damaged the singularity or not the singularity, but the uh, the stasis on them, and so they're phasing in and out of space time. I don't know; it was weird, but That's it was really nice because cool, yeah. If you shot them in the chest, it would um, it would make this the the stasis explode, and it would like, and I mean, it was like a big explosion too. So um, <clears throat> I like it because not not only does that like little explanation give you a new like encounter with the enemies, right? The the fact that they're phasing all around sometimes. Sometimes it feels like they phase in right next to you, but then phase away. So it's not like they bum rush you, but they are unexpected. And so right. I, I think that adds a nice little variety to the enemy encounters. While also, you know, having those kind of tactical uh, options of... Because they, they've been involved in a bunch of group enemy attacks as well. So I, I like the idea that there, there, it's a, it's another new enemy, and also, you know, you can use that ability of of knock like knocking into their stasis and setting off a little stasis bomb to your benefit, um, yeah. and also having it tie into like the lore. And it's just a, it, it's not just hey, here's a new enemy like the like the tall slender one. Why is it tall and slender? Why does it fall into p- two pieces? Nobody, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody it's knows. It's just an enemy. 
Just part but, of but it, the, yeah. This one I thought was really cool because I'm like, oh, there's an explanation and it leads to a new enemy and it leads to a new, like, tactic. I'm like, that. that's cool. That's a nice blending of combat and, and, and setting, I guess. Yeah. We skipped over a part. So the part with the boss fight. Um, Before getting the signal back, um, we have to fight the Leviathan for a second time because we get the antenna online. But the problem is, is that the antenna can't extend because something's holding it. And that's when we find out the Leviathan has, when we ejected it, it grabbed a hold of the, uh, of the satellite and was holding it. I didn't find this fight very difficult at all. I didn't either. Yeah. Shoot the glowy things. Yeah, shoot the glowy things, and you've got the turrets. I don't know, is it... I don't know if it's the way I progressed through the encounter, but uh, there were three turrets, right? So I used two of them, and before Mm -hmm. I went to use the third one, it broke? Correct. I think it always happens that way. And then you're just kind of like, screw it, I'll just use my guns that I have. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I don't even need these cannons. Yeah, that's what I did. I just used the plasma cutter and shot it a few times. Honestly, I think the plasma cutter did more damage than the guns did. Yeah, it's probably faster, certainly. Yeah. I got it off. Kind of a cool encounter. Again, not overly difficult, but a nice change of pace. There aren't that many, like, real boss fights in the game, so it's kind of cool to get another one. Giant biomass. Yeah, definitely not that many. Um, but that's yeah. After that, escape out of the uh, was it the Valor? Is that what it was called? Valor. Yeah. Um, and we get back on on the ship on the, the Ishimura, and um, when we make it back on, um, God, what is her name? The other woman that came with us. Um, what is your name? It's can't. It's... Hang on. Space characters. Kendra. Kendra Daniels. Kendra Daniels. Kendra Daniels. Yeah. Uh, Kendra calls us and says that um, she noticed that somebody from the uh, the like bridge area where the atrium is, somebody had unlocked the door and went through it because she just saw it on camera. Um, so she wants us to go check it out. And when I did that, I noticed that one of my side quests, the the side quest to get the final. Um, uh, rig supervisor rig unlocked for me. I was like, Oh boy, I can go do that. So I went and did that. And this was where I was like, okay, getting close to the end of the game. Why don't I go ahead and finish up some of these side quests? And that's kind of what I did for the rest of this play session. Um, I was able to get the, the last supervisor rig. I went back to the, uh, captain's nest created the, I guess, the master credentials to get through all the master doors. Um, so once you get that, you would think you have access to all the doors. Lies. All lies. It is <laughs> it's any door that has like a level on it. 
um, if it just says locked, because I was thinking I can open up some of these doors. I, I think I could kind of break this game. I can go through any door now. Nope. If it says locked, you can't go through that door. So there are still doors that say locked on them, and I don't know how to open them. But I, I assume they must be then story, you know, story progression or some other side mission will allow you to get in there. That's the only thing I can think of. But the problem is, is like, I don't, I, I finished, there was two side missions that I had that one where I get the, the master codes. And then the one where I learn about the hunter, the origins of the hunter. Oh, that would be cool. I want to. I, I need to go back and do some of these. I I, tr- I tried to do some side missions, but couldn't progress them because I was I, I had missed the initiation point of it, so I couldn't pick it up from wherever I had had found it. So um, specifically, the one I was trying to do was premeditated malpractice. Is what it's called. That that's the one. That's the origins of the hunter. No, I wish I, I now I even more wish I had done it, but I guess I'm back on the Ishimura, so I can't do it now. Yeah, like the, you, you pretty much have free reign. Have you got all the supervisor rigs or no? No, I think I'm missing. I'm missing at least one, uh, maybe two. I'd From, have to go ahead well, and check. Where you are, you can totally go get them all. So, um, I uh, the 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 origins of the hunter basically um is the crazy doctor that 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 sick the hunter on us for the first time um he, he he you know he uh once he found out about the marker and what it was doing to certain people particularly the the miners who were on the uh on the planet itself he took one of the the miners who had had a a fit of rage um and he started running experiments on him um and uh, was able to put actually a small piece of the marker into his brain. He went through his eye. Crazy. And and that then basically turned him into a necromorph, essentially. And then from there, he went to hydroponics. So, like this, this mission was all like watching um, the holograms. Um, but uh. He, from there, like you start, you start in the the medical bay, then you go to um, the mining area, then you go to hydroponics. Um, so he went to hydroponics and used like uh, plant DNA or something like that that to help with the ge- regeneration of his cells. So that's why he regenerates all the time. Um. And then he he basically just like when you go to the mining you you start to see like how he went crazy and started killing people, um, because you go to mining and you see, basically, the doctor had sicked him on the miners and started killing them. That's crazy. Um, so he was kind of the guy who started this whole crap. It seems like. Um, I guess the age-old question, do you blame him or do you blame the marker? <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that that was a that took me a while because I was going back and forth, riding the tram to different locations. And um, Isaac's wife, Nicole, 
she was um she she got kind of wise to what the doctor was doing doing experiments on people and stuff and she actually brought it to the captain and the captain subscribed to that religious fanaticism and was like let the good doctor do what he needs to do so Nicole was trying to stop it and that was that was pretty much it there was a cool uh, other bit of lore where I don't know if I, maybe it was a text log or a, you know a generic text log or audio log, but they were talking about why so many of the supervisors were part of this religion, and apparently the the, the captain had had come on like at the last minute or something, and then installed all of his own people on the ship. And oh, so he okay. kind of seated seated the crew with with people who who were inclined to either be influenced by the marker or or just already part of this religion. And I and I don't think anybody knew about that. So I thought that was kind of a cool tiny piece of background just to say, all right, this is why maybe they were able to get away with it is because they, you know, because I, I don't know within within the universe how many people are part of this religion. Right. And, you know, I guess I it hadn't even really dawned on me to say, well, if it was only like 0.01% of the population, you wouldn't expect more than one or two people on the ship maybe to be of that religion. But apparently it was a lot of them and they were in supervisory positions and they were installed there by the captain. Yeah. Which, you know, makes it all make sense a little bit more. Yeah. It's a... It's a bad thing. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I did, I did that. And, um... After getting the, the master key, I then went and... Looked on the map. And found every door that required the master key. And opened all of them. Uh, so it's not just doors. There's also, like, storage containers that you can open... That have something yeah, the big you know, ones. Yeah, the big ones. Um, so, pretty much any door or container that requires that holds a weapon upgrade. I was going to say because that was actually going to be one of my questions for you because I once I got the level three access and you can go in and open those kind of level three containers. I assumed the average content was going to be better but I think it's all still part of that randomly generated mess. And I feel like I'm, I'm opening these level three lockers. I'm like, Oh, this is great. And it's still just credits. Mm -hmm. Mostly. Yep. Yep. That's where you get your big upgrades. That, that's pretty nice. That seems like a great thing to lock in before a new game. Plus I've been trying. Um, I, I, I don't know how many upgrades that I have. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some things. My question then is, is what actually carries over into new game plus? So I think all the weapons do maybe all the upgrades, all the nodes that you put into those upgrades. I hope your suits, I know carry over. Yeah. So I feel like I'm, I'm pretty stacked 
to to be ready for new game plus because I don't think I'm going to spend any more money and I know that the level 6 suit which is the best suit in the game costs 99,000 credits credits also carry over yes so I I think I'm good I got that level 5 suit in uh in chapter 10 I made it to like so I made it to the part where you go into like the crew quarters and you see all those dead bodies with like people like with the hoods wrapped around them like they were sacrificed or something. Yeah, it's an interesting part of the game because I, it it definitely gives you more of that sense of setting like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. bad things have happened here. Um, Yeah. But it still gives me a little twinge of it's still the same corridors now just with more different stuff in them. Um, I don't really take that as a negative just because, you know, it is the ship. But, yeah, I, I don't know. So some, some positives and some negatives, I feel, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I was playing through this section. Yeah. I, I do like it when you get to the, I don't know if you saw the, like, executive quarters. Where you start to get, I... like, wood-paneled walls and stuff. That, that, that seems to feel a bit different. You're like, oh, all right, these... All, all these cronies that were part of this religion, they they had their nice captain's quarters and you know more plush than you know than the corrugated metal and you know all the steel and the rest of the ship. Yeah, I haven't made it there yet. I um I made a save and then proceeded to spend probably thirty minutes trying to do that friggin' basketball game. I did finally get the achievement for it. That took forever. Do- all the levels get all yeah. through all six levels. Yeah, you gotta get through all six levels. You gotta score two hundred and twenty points. I did it once and died pretty quickly from all the little three tentacled baby aliens. Um, and then the second time I tried it, I got through four levels of it. Um, well, yeah, I, the first I, thing to do is kill all the babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then start doing the basketball. Yeah, exactly. Um, it probably took me 10 tries to get this. Really? It sucked. Yeah, I thought... I, I took a lot of hits the first time just going in and trying to get the battery that was floating around in that room. Yeah. Uh, So basically, I got that. I went out and saved. Then I went and killed the babies. Then I went out and saved. And then I went back to do the the basketball game, but yeah. Is there anything better in those last two lockers? Oh, uh, semiconductor, I think. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I think there's semiconductors. I can't remember what the last one is. In fact, I don't think I went back and actually got it. I think I just ran back and saved. I need to go back and open up that last locker. There may be a weapon upgrade in there. Yeah, you'd think they hold that out for the last, for the best. Yeah. Or probably just a node. But, um, yeah, just, uh, finished that. Um, I got the battery, put the battery in to fix the elevator and then that's where I stopped. So I will, uh, finish up this game, the next play session. We do have an email. Let me, uh, bring it up here. Comes in. Dustin, 
and it's called Deceased Void. Haha, <laughs> I get that. Hey, what's up? Well, I finished it. It's a great game, but I wasn't having the best time with it. I don't know if it's because I already played it, or if it wasn't, or if I wasn't in the mood for another horror game, or maybe I feel like there's so much to play. I just I don't want to play anything. <laughs> uh, I did get a small jump scare towards the end of the game, and I honestly was expecting a monster to jump out of that vent. But when uh, it happened, it still got me. I think Phobia was actually a scarier game. Whew. <laughs> Being able to purchase ammo and health and having to fight your way out of most encounters with different uh, guns really dampens the horror element. Uh, was anyone else confused by all the signs that said scan suit or scan to use, but there was no way you could. Yes, Early in the was. game, yeah, I, I was too. Early in the game, I was trying to figure out and finally looked up it, looked it up online since I thought I was missing something, but it turns out you can't do anything with those signs that look like they might be for workbenches or info tablets. They should have said something else then instead of confusing the player. From another color, like they're the same orange as the interface screens that uh, that start orange and sometimes turn blue. Yeah, I, I guess the only difference was I I kind of gave up on them because they were small screens. And I'm like, well, maybe they're not like in-game interactable screens because they they don't look quite like the ones that you do interact with. But they were the same color, and it you know the message did make me think that you would be able to interact with it in some capacity. Yeah, I noticed it a couple of times. I'm just like, mm. if I don't hear that sound, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> There's always that sound of something that you can interact with. And I've been trying to pay attention to it. I see the main gun was the Ripper. I loved that thing. Really? No, you kept the enemies at a distance and it would just tear them up. If one of those small tentacle babies showed up, I would switch to the plasma cutter or the line gun and make short work of them. Bosses weren't very tough, and if they added more story, I didn't really notice. I think I heard they were going to remake 2 as well, but I'm just hoping for a new entry. Anyway, what's, what's the theme for 2024? Are you going to have a theme or just play whatever? We're going to have to do some Yakuza games, right? I would also like to see some turn-based RPGs and other classics as well. Until next game, Dustin. So, we talked about this before we start recording tonight. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a theme next year. Um, I think we're just going to be like, go game by game and just be like, hey, what do you want to do? You want to do this? You want to do that? Um, we have settled on our next game, um, which was a game we were supposed to do uh, last year, but we couldn't get around to it because of my traveling. Uh, we are going to finally get to Greedfall. So that'll be our next game. Um, and as I was telling Matt, I've got a big thing coming up come April. I have a baby. Thing. Yeah, I have I have a, a little big thing showing up. A baby is going to be born. And, well, I don't know how much time I'm going to have for video games for a while. 
Um, not to say I won't be playing video games. Um, I know that um, from the my my friends who have children have told me that um, there is a lot of baby needs that have to be attended to, but then there's also a lot of downtime where the baby is sleeping, and the last thing you want to do is be around the baby to wake it up. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to have to play it by ear. I'm going to have to play it by... Hey, maybe I can play a game. Maybe I can't. Um, I don't want to stop doing Phoenix Down. So I'm not going to, and that's not my intention, is to stop Phoenix Down. Um, what may end up happening is we may end up doing like one show a month just talking about an overall game. You know, we may sit down and say, hey, let's play this game this month. And then we record an episode, a big episode, talking about it kind of thing. So, um, I don't know yet. A lot of things are up in the air. Um, it's a big life change for sure. It definitely is. And, you know, like obviously my, my, my family and my baby come first. So, um, I, uh, I want to take care of my, my child and be a good father to it. So, um, we'll see what happens. You know, like, obviously I don't want to quit this, so we'll definitely make it work somehow. Um, it just may not be as frequent as every week we have an episode kind of thing. But, uh, yeah. Um, as far as, uh, what the theme for next year is, I think it is, is we're just going to play it by ear. Just, just do what we want to. Um, we both had grief fall on our list for a long time. Um, so I, I definitely am looking forward to getting into it. I started it and then I got a new job. And had to travel. And so I was like, this isn't going to work. So we readjusted, you know. And so that's, uh, and that's what we're going to be doing. Well, actually, um, this, when, when I restart this after Dead Space, I think it'll be the fourth time that I've started this game and I've played to about the same point every time, which well, is through that hour first in. intro. Yeah, about an hour in. <laughs> So it'll be the fourth time playing that first hour, but you know this will be the time finally where we get to see the rest of the game. There you go. I hear it's really good, so <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's where we stand right now. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, next uh, and thank you for that email, Dustin. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. If you would like, if you'd like to send an email to us, it's Drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can talk to us about Dead Space, talk to us about Greedfall, whatever you want to do. You know, just just reach out to us. Let us know you're, let us know you're listening. Um, and you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But uh, that's going to be it for us this week. Um, feeling pretty good about this game. Uh, I, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat as Dustin. I really like this game a lot. I would love to do a new game plus playthrough. Um, it's not scary. It's not scary at all. I don't know what happened. It's funny because I think it would be even less scary on the new game plus, right? Because you're even more maxed out with your arsenal. I mean, I'm I'm already a badass. Like this plasma cutter wrecks dudes. So, I don't know. 
Maybe the scary part is doing that impossible mode. But the amount of times I've died to just environmental crap because I wasn't paying attention, if I died to that and had to start the run over, I would be so mad. Yeah, you're meticulous with every single enemy, and then basically a straight error causes you to die. Uh-huh. That would be frustrating. Yeah. So I don't know. But, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not having a bad time. I think it's great. You know, I, I think this is a really well-polished game, plays great, looks amazing. So I'm, 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 I'm happy with my purchase that I made with it. Um, I'm holding out my reserves until we finish it, but Resident Evil 4 remakes better. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I want to finish up the end and remember how it ends and try to tack on a few more bits and pieces to it. I'm going to try and watch one or two of the Dead Space movies before the next recording and just uh, because there's a, there's a place I, I feel like Dead Space has a place in that niche of sci-fi horror, right? Other than Alien and you know Event Horizon, what else is so iconically sci-fi horror like th- this has in, in, in those both movies this is this is the game version that fills that one niche it's great at that piece of it but yeah it, it's maybe not as scary as i hope it would be and i agree with you i think resident evil 4 is a bit better mm-hmm. yeah and that's okay i think they're both great so I don't know. I guess we'll get our final thoughts next time. (laughs) But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the continuation and conclusion to Dead Space.